What is going on, everyone? How are you doing today? Just kidding. I don't care. Welcome back to yet another episode of the Biz, Bites, and More podcast. It is episode 116. It is August 12th, 2021. We're already in August, only four months away from 2022, which might mean all hell, hell will break loose. We have wildfires. We have the Delta variant. I mean, shit is going down. But more importantly, we are your hosts. This is Grayson and... Hello. Josh! Yeah! Yeah. Are you done crying about my mic? I am almost done crying if you keep on trolling me and acting like everything's normal when it's not and you know it. I have no need to troll you. You're, you're trolling I'm untro- yourself. I'm untrollable. I like that. No, Guys, yourself. if you have not heard the other 100 plus episodes of the Biz Bites and More podcast, well, we do one thing here. We put humor and business stories right together, right together, like a good old sandwich, huh? Josh, how are you today? Fine. Who were you on the phone with? Humans. Humans? Ah, specifically? A human. Ah, very cool. Well, I'm glad you got that out of your way. It sounds, uh, and I'm I'm doing I'm doing uh, pretty good. I'm doing pretty good. Didn't ask. Not uh, you know, we're almost to Friday. It is Thursday, August twelfth. So, we're we're close. Are you looking forward to this weekend? What are you doing? I'm I'm leaving to Vegas tomorrow, Grayson. For for <clears throat> hookers, cocaine, and losing all my money and celebrating a birthday i am going camping this weekend uh near buena vista so any listeners out there for camping for getting outside you know experiencing god's being a disgusting wookie child (laughs) oh oh, you can't win them all guys (laughs) the segmentos of the day include but are not limited to oh shit i didn't change this ah fuck uh the poly network Cineworlds, uh, this is that's going to be the worst segment because I don't know how to pronounce the fucking company. Cinema, Cinema World, Cineworld, and DraftKings. All right, very, very prepared today. But first, you know what we got to do. We have to do the trendy tendies and the top three for the day. These are actually, uh, these are these are pretty good. Britney Spears, uh, her father has stepped down from her conservatorship. So she is a free woman again to have, you know, freedom over her financial life and basically her life in general. So Josh, clap, clap. Okay. I mean, Uh, Josh, no negativity. This is Britney we're talking about. Next up is hashtag field of dreams game uh so if you guys ever remember the movie with kevin costner thursday night marks the first ever mlb game at the field of dreams ballpark in iowa which was made famous by the 1989 film huh, your birth year film starring kevin costner if you build it they will come unless you build a sex dungeon in your basement um and then they might file a restraining order and finally Afghanistan is the third thing trending. Uh, I'm not going to touch too much on the Afghanistan thing, uh, but the Taliban claims Afghanistan's third largest city in the latest of 11. Why did that give me words like this? Provincial capitals. It has taken in less than a week. So they've taken 11 provincial provincial capitals. 
provincial capitals in less than a week. So that's probably a pretty bad thing. Uh, you know, being an American, I always associate Taliban with bad stuff. So I'm assuming it's not good. Josh, anything on the trendy tendies of the day? Oh, wow. No. Still there. Uh, no, nothing on the trendy tendies of the day. Um, well, yeah, I'm happy for Brittany. Yeah, I'm very happy for Brittany. You should be the the owner of your own destiny. Uh, some people become heroin addicts and some people become Britney Spears. So she but finally I, has that I freedom. Also, after those trendy tendies, I do have a threat for you. Release any more information about me and I will release your social security number to everyone. You don't so, know my social security number. And that's what you think. <laughs> I uh, It is a little concerning that you would even threaten me with that. I don't think you have my social security number, but if you do, I need to talk to mom about that. So, hey mom, uh, get Josh off my social security number because that is creepy. But guys, those were the trendy tendies for the day. Top three, Brittany, hashtag field of dreams game and Afghanistan. So some good stuff, some probably not so good stuff, but we'll see how it all turns out in the end. Let's get to the segmentos for the day. And the first one, up is the poly network hack again i'm sorry that we cover so many fucking hacks but if it's all over the news you know what we're gonna fucking cover it in one of the largest hacks of cryptocurrency the poly network which is a decentralized finance platform that helps users trade tokens over various blockchains reported a 600 million dollar plus heist of of uh, some of their assets the hacker was also a mega troll as they said in a forum they just did it for fun it's kind of hilarious but they just they were like yeah hey, yeah i saw a fucking bug in the system i've decided to exploit it so i i don't know who's more to blame the poly network or the hacker but hey who knows the hacker was reportedly just one person so not a team of hackers or anything like that and since the time of the hack has has given back as much as $342 million worth of crypto back to the Poly network. The bug in the system allowed the hacker to access Polygon, of Ethereum, and BSC, which I don't know what the fuck that is, but it Binance sounds- Binance Smart Chain. Binance Smart Chain. And it sounds very important, especially Binance. It sounds smart too. So two things right there. Crypto is coming under fire as it shows immediate flaws in systems and platforms that we use to exchange tokens. The hack was the largest for deregulated finance, but surely won't be the last. Many see this as a major flaw of the anonymity I don't know that fucking word. Anonymity of crypto in general, as the assets are difficult to track down once stolen. I guess it's nice to to at least see a hack that isn't dealing with oil or lumber or chicken processing plants because that shit must be too simple to get into. Poly Network did the whole we're doing everything we can to retrieve the tokens that were stolen. Yeah, Polly, maybe make a less shitty system, but that's just my two cents. And I don't know if it's two cents or two cents, if you know what I'm saying, uh, with the C or the S. IDK, but you know what I mean. As crypto gains more popularity, the vulnerability of these platforms and exchanges will have to be bank-level cybersecurity if they want to continue to grow. So another hack, another day. Josh, what are you thinking about this one, I mean, biggest troll of all time? Well, one of the biggest trolls of all time. Definitely the first one of this uh, magnitude. I mean, he just did it for fun. What an asshole. 
I mean, you you say like you're saying it like this guy was casually like just just like tinkering around on a computer and was like, oh, wait, I can act. You have access to 600 million. I I can see everything kind of thing. Uh, dude, this this guy's smart. He's sure maybe he is fucking around, but he had to be like reading source code and everything. I, I don't know exactly so, how he got in, but they they was a mess. Poly Network did say it was it was like most likely a user of the Poly Network. So there's there's something there um, that they they probably yeah they probably got in because they already had an account with Poly Network and were able to kind of fuck around with the what you were saying the source code and figure it out that way. So I do think he is a troll. I do not think he's not smart. I, you know, he's got to be pretty smart to find a bug like this in the system and come away with that. But it looks like he's given some of it back. I think in one of the forums, he was just saying like, yeah, he did it for fun. He, uh, you know, it, it's hard to walk away from that, that large amount of money. I don't think any of us would walk away from $600 million if you just could have it. So, you know, yeah, I mean, but Hey, I, the, the hacker is given some of the bag, the poly network actually like sent an email or something to him. And he was like, they're like, we're going to like really investigate you if you don't give this shit back. And I'm surprised that he was a simp enough to be like, okay, fine. But uh, yeah, he, he stole, I think 256 million in uh, Binance smart chain uh, another few million in Ethereum and obviously Polygon. So he did some big shit. Um, he did some big shit. He also pointed out the huge flaws in these platforms, all these exchanges that are coming out. Hopefully there is nothing like that in Coinbase because I have a Coinbase account and do not want my shit stolen from them. So there's that. Yeah, but but so this is a persistent threat in in software and I don't know if there's a way to like make software completely secure because at the end of the day, there are users and there's someone that has admin user. There's people with higher permissions than others of any software. And therefore there's bigger weaknesses, right? The per anyone that has complete admin to any sort of banking system, that person is the one of the largest weaknesses in terms of that bank being hacked. Um, and the, the thing is we, we focus on hacks or we've talked about different hacks and a lot of them have been data breaches right there where people mm -hmm. are taking data, not, and some people are like, some are ransomware where they're trying to get money by holding data ransom and encry yep. encrypting the it. Teams were doing that. Yeah. But there have been digital technology based hacks over the years of banks. Okay. So yeah. this is not like a unique thing. Crypto, just because people want to move to blockchain technology does not mean that that these other technologies um, for banking were any less, more or less secure, you know? Okay, that's fair. I just don't hear, I mean, okay, so I've heard of like some hacks of banks, obviously, but not to this scale. There, there was a huge Lebanon um bank hack at one point um and then there was uh, there was uh, one in uh, korea or something one. yeah there's one that, where anyway long story short this shit happens dude 
Yeah, I mean, that's fair. That's fair. I mean, now I, I wouldn't call it a hack, but the fucking Wells Fargo banking people are just fucking creating their own accounts and putting they, money they in. Kind of ha- yeah, I wouldn't call that a hack either. I would call that fraud. Uh, but yeah, yeah you know, it but, is what it is. Uh, but this was the biggest one uh, for deregulated finance or DeFi, yeah. as everyone fucking calls it uh, in the tech world. So it, it just point to me, it points out flaws in, in different platforms and you just got to be fucking careful in the poly network. I'm glad they got some, some of this back. I don't know if they're going to, I mean, I'm sure he's not going to give all of it back. I'm sure he's going to keep a few milli to himself or herself. I don't know if this is a man or a woman or anything in between. So yeah, uh, you know, it's just, uh, it just kind of sucks to see it. And I don't want to, I don't want to have, you know, an email coming from Coinbase being like, hey, we got hacked and like your assets are gone. And I'm like, oh, you fucks. So big flaw, but hey, we're going to get through it, guys. We're going to get through it just like we did the pandemic. Guys, let's get to the second segment of for the day. And then Cineworld, it sounds like Cinnabon, but it's Cineworld. Cineworld? I don't know. Cineworld, Eyes, Wall Street. All aboard the meme stock train. Uh, Josh, if you had a train noise right then, that would have been perfect. The uh, all aboard the meme you stock don't train. Like my noises. Cineworld, the UK-based theater chain, which owns Regal Theaters, is looking to list on the New York Stock Exchange to fight off COVID woes. Cineworld is probably very aware and jealous of the recent meme treatment that it saw in its biggest rival, AMC. Cineworld is not in good hands like State Farm. I couldn't remember who the fuck that was. You're in good hands, State Farm. Nah, that's not right. Some other insurance company. In fact, the theater operator reported an $8.4 billion debt as it struggles to get uh, people back in their doors. Cineworld does operate in the U.S. with about 700 plus theaters across the country. This seems like the last act of a desperate movie chain operator, but who the fuck am I? Maybe Cineworld has a grandiose vision of what could happen in a few years. I mean, seeing your arch rival stock gain more than 1600% in a year is probably pretty fucking frustrating. It's like when you see your ex starting to date at perfect 10, you get a little resentful after that, right? Right, Sarah, take me back. Cineworld heavily relies on American audiences, probably all from Utah, as 70% of the of last year of last year's revenue was gained stateside. Take yet another L, you British fucks. Cineworld is hoping the NYSE will be a new home for their stock and its subsidiaries, maybe even getting a little of that meme treatment that other dying industries are enjoying right before our eyes, namely GameStop, Bed Bath & Beyond, um, fucking AMC, you know, all the shit that should have died out a long time ago got the meme treatment, and they're alive again. Josh, what do you think? Huh? Cineworld, does it have a chance? I don't see why all these movie operators think that there's like, I don't know, with the whole streaming and everything coming into play, I don't know if they have a chance, but what do you think? I mean, th- there's always going to be, dude, that everyone loves the big screen, you know? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I work so from I, a laptop. I feel like there will always be a... Uh, um, I feel like there will always be a movie theater around somewhere. I don't know. Maybe I'm fucking wrong. But, like, if you wanted to get a bunch of friends and watch a movie, you know, 
what are you going to do? You know, you're going to go to, I mean, if you got a big enough TV, it's not too bad. No, and I, I agree with you. I don't think movie theaters are going to die out completely. I don't think their value is that, that much anymore. I mean, look at malls. I mean, they're, you know, yeah, they're probably not having a great time. Uh, but that's, that's the world of business. I mean, some, sometimes you live for a long time. Sometimes like Pan Am, you just fucking die out. It just happens. You Don't know what? what I think say. that people need to start taking on the uh, the Vegas model of everything, where you you go into a, a casino resort. You know, it's mm-hmm. really a hotel or casino hotel, whatever you want to call it. But it they have all sorts of shit. You know, so imagine if your hotel was also like a mini mall. You know, so yeah. you could have your little theater in there. That's true. People could that were staying there could, or even not staying there could rent them out. I don't know how fair the Vegas comparison is because like Vegas, you know, like there's not like a, a theater fucking city out there that just does. Well, besides Salt Lake City, Utah, uh, there's not like a, a, a place that you're like, oh, I, I can't wait to go watch movies. Like people travel to Vegas to go gamble because it's a lawless town full of uh junkies and strippers and and apparently josh this weekend so i mean the, the most dangerous animal of them all is the human being and that's me. what we're gonna pull from there that's me gonna... the apex predator you yeah josh you are not an apex predator <laughs> when's the last time you killed anything besides like a house fly sorry Peter. sorry puppy <laughs> Josh, I'm just kidding. He's, he's yeah. good. No. You want me to go get him, have him bark a little bit for the next? No. <laughs> Josh is going to start making barking <laughs> noises because we're the only ones that can see him. Uh, yeah, so I don't know. So I, I think uh, I think there's too much of a focus on movie theaters right now. I do think there is a market for them. I think it has just dwindled down, and getting younger consumers back in will again if they can they will build the nostalgia um so that there's another generation of customers and right now they're not doing that great of a job at it but it's not for a lack of trying i see yeah so yeah cineworld hey good good luck on uh the new york stock exchange it is a cold dark world but I'm sure it's colder and darker in the UK than in the United States because we're on fire, baby. Literally, literally, we're on fire. Guys, let's get to the last segmento for the day, and that is DraftKings opens their their NFT market. Man, I am so hot and cold on NFTs. Like, I get it, but I don't really like. What's the what's the attraction to an NFT? Well. DraftKings sees the advantage and the sports gambling app is going all in on those non-fuckable tokens. Just kidding. Non, non-fungible. <clears throat> Sorry. DraftKings announced on Tuesday that it will be opening an NFT marketplace, starting with selling Tom Brady autographs or some shit to the highest bidder and apparently the most psychotic of fans. Probably one of the smartest moves I have seen in a long, long time as DraftKings already handles transactions and this will give way to cross-selling out the Fukin Wazoo. DraftKings will also try to pull NBA, MLB, NHL, stars. I mean, I saw Tiger Woods. Wayne Gretzky is another one that's going to come up for, for like at least autographs. 
um, to to the mix, hoping those can, uh, Canadians up north will lose their shit and buy in the droves. Another fun fact, unlike many other NFTs, DraftKings will not force you to pay with just cryptocurrency, but will accept other forms of payments like dollar dollar bills, y'all. NFTs have been up and down this year like a gold rush when they first started to pop off. NFTs were bought up by the boatload, but months later they have fallen in buyers, sellers, and user activity. My thought is that NFTs alone cannot be a sole industry, rather a subsidiary industry uh, by the looks of it. That's how DraftKings is, is seeing the technology as well. So we've got a new marketplace, NFTs. Um, it's probably the best to start out with sports fans as they're psychotic and will, you know, they praise Tom Brady like a Jesus or something. But it's getting into those other markets that I think is going to be hard for NFTs alone. Like, like the pet rock, like there's an NFT for pet rocks now. And I mean, we, we're just smooth brain morons that don't deserve anything in life. So I kind of get it, but I kind of don't. What are you thinking? Good idea, Josh? Good on them? Um, you know, I think there's a place for NFTs, all right, in this world. Okay. That's I fair. Think there's a place. I think that there's, um, it, it should, uh, man, uh, I, I, you know, maybe they should have started with Star Wars fans, you know? That's a, that's true. Crazy fandom. Gamers, no, nerds. It, yeah. This works. This, this is going to be fine. They're literally replacing those fucking cards that, you the the baseball cards you know you mm -hmm. used to have that could be ripped in half by your asshole brother you know it, they're replacing those with a digital version that's all it is and i think that there's a place for that because there are collectors of things in the world and they, they will be collected just digitally well no i think i think you're totally right on on that as far as like there's collectors out in the world and whatnot i just think it's smaller i think the nft marketplace is just small and by the numbers it's looking like I, i'm right on that because nfts were blowing up but now they're like i mean they one report had them they had like fallen in user activity by like 90 percent bro bro everyone's tired okay we're tired there's a fucking Delta variant that's ravaging buttholes everywhere. There's fucking, there's nothing good in the world. Everything's on fire in California, luckily, because fuck California. But what, Josh? It's still, like, we're having to deal with the smoke here. You probably have to deal with it too. And it's yeah. just like the world's, uh, it's in a, it's in it. We're in a delicate spot. Okay. So, of course, we're not just going to be fucking sitting around collecting, you know, Tom Brady in autographs his own, just as uggs in the speedo um nft that hey. someone made okay how'd you know i bought that you bastard well. um no i i mean i agree with you i just um i, I don't think this the decline of the nft market is solely due to the wildfires and the the you know coming pandemic that we're about to face also if that hits before september 4th i'm going to be pissed as I have a trip to Mexico soon. But uh, yeah, I, I mean, I totally get it. I think this is, well, I don't know if other if gaming companies has gotten into, like, I've, I haven't seen Activision Blizzard, um, you know, with all the GameStop, shit they're doing. man, they're releasing an NFT platform. Your yeah, company. I, I don't, I, I also Your favorite don't know. high value company. High value. That's, mm, 
I haven't seen a sentence used like that before uh, GameStop and high value, but Hey, maybe. So yeah, uh, you know, they do need to get into wherever there's fandom. That's where the NFTs need to go to because people, you know, the people that freak out over adventure time, that fucking cartoon show that brings people back to their childhood. I mean, if you made some NFTs, I'll just like one big acid trip. It is like one big acid trip. I've watched the show like a few times and, Good God, I don't know what the fuck is going on half the time. So, yeah, um, I mean, I, I, I do see, I see your point. I, I do. I, I think that there is a market for it. I think it's just a lot smaller than, than the people that were buying like the $6 million NFTs. I don't know if it's worth $6 million anymore, you know? Yeah, probably not. But that's how, how value works. You know, when, when a market drops, right, your stock for whatever that when that company was producing like a motherfucker is going to drop when the company starts shitting the, the bed and bad news comes about their earnings quarter after quarter uh, dude all things like th- things that don't have actual resource value like fucking the there's always gonna like even the value of gold goes up and down man what, what the fuck are you talking about the value of a dollar bill goes up and down yes of course this nft Value is going to fluctuate. That's a fucking stupid point. Okay, that's not that's not saying that it might not die out completely. Is that not fair? Wait, you're saying that the NFT market will die out completely? No, I'm not. I'm saying it could. I'm saying that's a possibility. Oh, no, that's, no, that's not happening. There's too much value in the the technology. You, you know what? That's what they said about Polaroid. And then when it went under like a hundred dollars, everyone was like, "You better buy it." And then it yes, went down but to like that three. was before the before the the ease in the the less costly uh, the the ease of digital cameras and the less cost and the the ability to mass produce digital camera dude the, you you act like the world is fucking just on like some static like well this is where we are we're gonna sit here forever no people are doing cool shit there's plenty of fucking cool people doing cool shit. They're way fucking cooler than you, bro. Hey, and man. Me. Hey, dude. And I'm pretty yeah. fucking cool. Uh, wow. Well, wow. Well, yeah, debatable. I know. Let's let's hold back on that one. All right. Well, I and no, I get your point. And there's probably there probably is already too much value for it to ever actually die out. But no, who knows? It will what die, Grayson. Everything will die when it's replaced. Just like you, you will be replaced. Couldn't replace this podcast because this is you and I. I'm gonna replace you. Ah, ah, like the replacements. (laughs) Well, uh, I I do think this is a a really smart move by DraftKings. I think that wherever there is fandom, they should try try to uh, get some sort of NFT with it, whether that's, you know, the home and garden TV channel or whatever, um, or, you know, Netflix or something. So I agree with you. I, I guess what Netflix replaced fucking cable, dude. We well, keep talking about streaming services and yeah, well, Blockbuster and soon to be cable. Yeah, unless we and unless we do what we are talking about, where we're just making a grand circle back to cable, which it seems <laughs> like. I mean, and the yeah. at the end of the day, but uh, yeah, I, I think this is a smart move by DraftKings, and yeah, I, I again to echo my my similar point. I, you got it. You where there is fandom, there are people that will collect and stuff. Like, what if they did this for stamps? That was just an idea that came off the top of my head. Genius, trademarked, restricted. They, there's copyright. a vi- there's a video game that's based on a, a 
a blockchain. It's called Axie Infinity. So my ideas are being fucking robbed. And I even say that I trademark them, I patent them, I copyright all Nerd. rights reserved, you know? I said Nerd. all of it. I, should Nerd. I send them a cease and desist or what? <laughs> Please let me see the email before you send that. Hey guys, I said this on a podcast one time and said trademark. I also said patent. There we go. Stop it. Cut there. this game out or Cut send me money. Cut the shit, everybody. Guys, those were the segmentos for the day. Let's go ahead and wrap it up like a uh, Chipotle burrito. The Poly Network has been hacked for $600 million, but they are getting that money back. Uh, the hacker was a troll just doing it for fun. Cineworld eyes Wall Street as they try to get some of that meme treatment that we have been giving AMC recently. So you stupid fucking Brits with your fish and chips and your English breakfast, come on back. Come on back to reality. We won. We threw the tea in the harbor. And finally, DraftKings opens an NFT market Probably the smartest move that I've seen in a while uh, as far as the sports gambling app goes. So good luck to DraftKings out there. Josh, I'm assuming that we have nothing uh, nothing else for this uh, podcast. Well, well I, I had the, the word, but I mean, you butchered enough during this thing that I don't think we have to. Done. You can't say. <laughs> well, okay. Pro, pro, provincial. Provincial. What does that say again? Provincial. Provincial. Who the fuck makes some sort of word like that? That's provincial. Provincial. Where's the provincial? And then what? What was the other one you can can say? Anonymity. And stop it. And anonymity. You know, man. Without without even trying, you basically complete the segment on your own. I think I'm. You're the one that's that's writing the words too. I don't know why you'd write words that you can't say. Shut up, Josh. I just know how to write them. Hey, All right, guys. Hey, that was the podcast for the hey. day. What? So, I saw this like opinion thing yesterday. This, uh, well, is, is a is an opinion is a, a TikTok video, um, which I don't frequent. So someone had posted a link, but great. This guy, his wife had has breast cancer, and there's something that happened. Like she had to go to the hospital for like extra treatment or something. And they were kicked out of the hospital at some point, even though she needed to stay like another night or two, technically. Um, they basically like stopped her thing early because of people that were showing up for COVID from the Delta variant. And Jesus the guy's point at the end of the day was you have the right to be um, like anti-vax and say like, hey, I don't agree with like, uh, I don't think I should get vaccinated, whatever. But why are those people the, the first people into the hospital the second they get COVID? Like, if you're going to fight it and say, like, like, why are they saying, I don't trust the healthcare providers to, to give me something that will prevent this. But now that I have this, I'm going to try to trust healthcare providers to get rid of it. I mean, I get it's that. something to think about. Because his wife, who has cancer, is getting kicked out and there's all these people that are unvaccinated but the second they they get covid oh shit it's real let me go get let me rush to the hospital that's that's kind of bullshit they should stay at home and fight it like he said that's his point was if you're going to be anti-vax well not and i guess i guess technically you're anti-vax if you're just like i'm not getting the fucking maybe you're not anti-vax in the plural term but 
you're anti-COVID vax. Um, yeah, you should have to, you should actually stick to your guns if you don't trust the, the healthcare providers to, to keep you from getting it, then why do you trust them to cure you of it? Well, I like this. We should have a think about it section for Josh to say something like that, because that was actually very smart, Josh. Uh, I completely agree with you. I think it's stupid. One good thing about this pandemic, we have reduced our carbon footprint for humans, which is always a nice thing. But yeah. yeah, I mean, if you're anti-vax and and you go to a hospital, it's kind of a redundant thing too. Isn't yeah. it? Isn't that strange? I mean, it's very odd. It's very odd. The, just uh, the way that he phrased it, saying like, if you the trusting like a healthcare provider to prevent something versus trusting them to get rid of something is kind of the same. It's trusting the healthcare provider, and if you I don't mean, do it initially, then how can you be the guy that does it later when you're saying, oh, I won't get that vaccine, but now that I've got it, oh, the hospital, like you should fight it. Don't be a bitch. That's, yeah, that's true. And so if you, any unvaccinated fans out there, if you get it and I hear you're in the hospital, you piece of shit, you don't get care. You care for yourself. You only care about yourself, apparently. Yep, because you're not getting the vaccine to help other people. And if you ruin my trip to Mexico, I will be double mad. So and I, there's I that. There, so I wasn't invited. All right. All right, guys. Please go like, subscribe, read, rate, respond to your grandma's life alert. Just kidding. Well, if she is in trouble, you know, do that. Support this podcast however you can. Give us a five-star hand up review on Apple Podcasts with a comment and we will read that comment live on the air leave a voice message and we will listen to it the voice message is anchor.fm slash fizzbytes and more hyphens all between this tell your friends about the podcast that's the most important thing tell them all about it tell them how much you hate it tell them how much you love it either way tell them quick shout out to ghana fantastic place fantastic country cannot wait to go there someday the blog is bizbytesandmore.com lunch hour with guests is on the youtube twit machine is bizbytesandmore so is the facebook my green room on spotify is gs was here haven't been on that for a while but it's all one word gs was here i'm about to do the full disclosure but guys anyway that is our take on it until next time talk to you Hater. All right, the Business and More podcast is a podcast going over business news, going over stocks, going over investments, all that good jizz and jazz, but we are not for one single second telling you to go invest in something. We're not giving you recommendations to buy or sell security. We are not giving you analysis on any security. We're not doing any research. This is all some bullshit. Me and Josh just go back and forth and talk about bullshit so it's just business stories don't try to sue me and have a great ma fucking day